Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who want to settle all their disputes with a rousing match of Mortal Kombat. That's how we, I think that's how you and I should just end all of our arguments from now on. That's not fair. We'll trade punches. You can throw the first punch. I'll give you two punches. I need more than that because I can't really count my punches because I do the (laughs) crazy button pushing frenzy thing. So I don't know how many that really is. Mm. I'm saying. I'm just saying. I think we need to settle our arguments in a more definitive fashion. Rock'em, sock'em, robots. Something where there's a clear winner. I think that's the problem in most relationships is you need to have some way when you're just arguing in circles, you just go, fine, it's time for a throwdown. And then you pick something and whoever wins is right. No, regardless of whatever else is happening, whoever wins is right. Do you think that would be better? It would be interesting. We should start it. I say we do it with a game of spoons, uh, ski ball on the iPad. No. What? No way, man. You're, you're practicing way too much. I didn't practice that much. I'm just really good at it. I though. know. You're good at it now. You only decided to do that because I started playing and when you now were playing. Here, and I thing. was beating your socks off. Very briefly. You beat me by a, couple, by a few hundred points. How badly yeah, am I, do I, I beat you now? Yeah, but I don't play video games. How badly so do I? So it's an accomplishment. This skee-ball is not a video game. How yes, badly do I beat you now? You get like a thousand well, I don't points. Play I get 8,000. And then I scoff at you. Skee-ball will decide all our arguments going forward. I can't help it that you practice and practice and practice until you can land the hundreds every time. Here's the difference between you and me. When I want to get good at something, I do. Okay, so how about you go back to the non-HD version? That's, why would I do Ah, that? Why would I do that? Oh, because that requires more skill. No, it doesn't. Here's what I'm saying. When I decide I want to get good at something, I focus on it with laser-like intensity until I'm good at it. Right? Okay. When you hit a wall in your development of whatever area you're in. I'm out. You just quit. This episode number 653, not scary. Unlike Kim. Kim is very scary. Don't so call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. I guess I was a little, little disappointed in the lack of sluttiness in your Halloween costume. A little disappointed. We're walking with a bunch of kids. Well, I'm just saying. You promised me horishness, and I got yeah. there was not not even a dram of horishness, not even a tiny micro drop. Head to toe. In fact, it's not more, even more this, than more than head to toe. You recovered, by the way. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm voicing my complaints early and often. So you got the bright idea that we were going to go to Six Flags mm-hmm. for Fright Fest mm-hmm. to celebrate the Halloweenish. Well, the point was is the girls were old enough. Thing thing one was gone. Right. And the younger two are old enough to appreciate the finer points of Halloween. You thought so, right? Such as, like, honestly, truly being frightened. Yeah, getting And finding the humor scared. in it. Getting scared and going, wow, that was yes. scary. And then, and then laugh, laughing ha, ha, about ha, ha, it. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Right. That's so I decided you... Fest would be kind of a way to ease into it. Because it's, you know, spooky, but not really. It's, it's not like the stop your heart sort of haunted houses. And it certainly isn't spending the night in a haunted hotel. Right. When you and I had gone to Fright Fest in the past, it was, they, they put red dye in the fountains, so they all looked like right. blood everywhere. There were fog machines literally everywhere. The whole, the whole park was foggy. All of Six Flags was foggy. 
zombies would come lurching out of the fog at you. There were a lot of weird little roving gypsy shows and whatnot. It was all kind of just funny, spooky. Ha ha. Everybody's having a good time. Right. Right. And then as it got later and later, it got spookier and spookier and weirder and weirder. Right. So you were a little bit creeped out, which is really kind of how it should be. Right. Right. Uh, This year, Six Flags just did not give a fuck. Yeah, I think like the the gates were decorated, you know, before you even get in there. Right, right. They did a good show at the very beginning, the, right. the, you know, right when you got in, and then it kind of dwindled from there. I, I blame the Texas Rangers. I think that was part of it. I, I think it was a big part of it. They had that, the game playing over the intercom, which I thought was odd. Yeah. They... Instead of spooky music, Correct. they had it was game, World Series. Game four of the World Series? Game three of the World Series. Game yeah, four of the World Series. I don't know. Was uh, in Arlington, which is right next to Six Flags. Like right next to it. Yeah, Everybody you, and their dog was using Six Flags parking lot to park and go to the ballpark. Correct. Correct. I was like, you motherfuckers. And the other problem was the park was just too goddamn full. You, you, you literally couldn't do anything. There were too many fucking people in Six Flags. Well, they had a sign telling people that maybe you should choose another day. But my point was, it's Halloween. What right. other day are you going to go? <laughs> right. How am I going to pick another day? Yeah. You only have Fright Fest a few days. I'm here on one of those days. Right. It's too fucking busy. You know, a big part of the problem they could alleviate is if they, it's still nice in Texas. They seem to forget that it's not really necessary for them to only be open on weekends. There are a lot of people who would go during no. the week. So anyway, uh, Fright Fest was a big bust. It was stupid. Nothing was fun. And I, was, I told the kids, I was like, well, do you want to go to one of these fucking haunted houses? Get a little spook on? No. Well, you had to pay extra. To get uh, into the haunted 20 houses. 20 bucks, and you could go to five haunted houses. Which was fine, except I right. wanted them to test the waters first before we committed right. to buying a, a haunted house pass. Right. And in the end, no one wanted to go to a haunted house. Much chicken shit. Well, there was a three-hour wait. Not, not on all of them. Not all That's a long time there for was kids a, to not, stand in it, line. There was three hours for the rides, but not for the haunted houses. Yeah. I'm just saying, people started throwing out excuses and feeling sick long before we even figured out whether we were going to do it. Well, the problem is the thing, too, her social issues, I'll call them, kind of came out in full force pretty much as soon as we entered the gates. Yes. She does not deal well with large crowds of people. Uh, so much so that she refused to go to, she doesn't go to school dances because she doesn't like having that many people that close to her, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's really not that big of a deal. It's not like it used to be. It used to be in any gathering of more than five people, she would completely lock down and have to leave. So she's a lot better now, but she still doesn't like large crowds, especially if they're people she doesn't know. So she's pitching a fit. Mm-hmm. Thing three is having a complete fucking meltdown because she's scared shitless. She doesn't know of what. She was afraid of the idea. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing really scary, but she's scared out of her fucking mind. Mm. So we managed to walk once all the way around Six Flags. And then I was like, fuck it. I'll just take you guys to dinner. This is a fucking waste of time. Yeah. I was like, how does food and ice cream sound? Woo! Yeah. Worst, worst park ever. Except, except the five joyous minutes we were on the tram. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, we we went with the intention of getting the preferred parking. We're going to pay for it. Fine. No, I was going to valet it. Just park oh, me as right. close as fucking possible. Because I know the Six Flags parking lot is long and skinny. Which means that if you don't get preferred or valet parking, you will park a hundred miles from the gate. 
it's not an exaggeration. It is easily two miles from the end of the parking lot to the gate. Now, on the way in, not such a big deal, right? In the morning or whenever you get there and you're all excited, everybody runs to the gate. Two miles is no big deal. At the end of the day, after I've walked 100 miles already, I don't want to walk. And I don't want to wait for the fucking tram. I want to go to my car and I want to leave. Well, the first time we went, we were so far into the back end of the parking lot, the tram wouldn't even pick us up. It, we were so far in the back end of the parking lot, they actually opened another entrance for the dumbasses like us who were parked out yeah. there. We were in a different town. That's how far away we were. Okay, so this time we parked close enough to be able to catch the tram, so we got right. on it. Because the actual preferred parking and valet parking were full. You know what they were full of? Not people at Six Flags. People yeah, at the people. fucking Rangers game. Right. So fine, we, we get on the tram. Now, it's like, I don't know, like bench seats, I guess. Long bench seats. And like a little squeezy opening in between the seats. It was like a monster tram. It was very tall. It was. <laughs> getting it was up, ridiculously tall. Getting up into the tram, I will say, I had to... It, it was waist high. I mean, I had, to, I had to jump up and grab with both hands and pull myself on, and you almost didn't make it. I know. Well, I miscalculated. Yeah. And so I racked my thigh as soon as we got it in. And, man, that, that smarted yeah. for probably a good 10 minutes afterwards. Right. I was like, crap, that's going to bruise. Yeah, you're Great. All, I was like, I'm injured before we even get in the front Way to start the day. You fucked yeah. up your leg. So we're sitting there. And as the tram pulls into the next stop, the tram driver immediately begins with smart-ass, surly comments to the people that are about to get on. I know. He, he goes, come on, I got all day. Let's go, go get on the tram. Come on. Come on. We got to go. People are waiting to get to the park. Let's move it. <laughs> well, then now, he went up like another 10 feet and goes, sure, why not? Let's stop. Pick up yeah. some more people. <laughs> all right. You guys couldn't go to the stop and wait for the next one? Nope. All right. I'll pick you up here. <laughs> well, one of the people that decided she just had to get on right now was a rotund woman of vertically she was vertically challenged and horizontally endowed and she this tram was not for her she she was struggling to get on and the whole time while this chick is struggling to get on the tram the guy's going come on i got all day Let's get i up know here. i was like oh my god i cannot believe <laughs> He's saying that out loud. You know, he, he, he might have been saying it in his head. He said it not over realizing it. <laughs> and over. Come on. I ain't got all day. Get on the tram or don't. I ain't waiting. Let's go. And I'm thinking to myself, what else are you doing today? You're just right, driving the tram. You're going to come back here in about 10 minutes. Yeah, but he's trying to, he's trying to, he's having a good service. He was like, I got Sam on here. We got to get him to the fucking park. I can't wait all day on your fat ass. Her whole family is helping tugging her up on there. I mean, and that's not a joke. Four or yeah, five people. I didn't are, think she was going to make it. I didn't either. Dragging her ass up onto the tram. And the whole time, the guy's just fucking riding him mercilessly. So then, and keep in mind, all this shit's happening in, a, in literally a five minute ride. We're almost to the gate, and some douchey little kid, he must have been what, 10? No, oh, probably. Besides, he's going to jump onto the moving tram. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking because his whole family wasn't going to do the same no, thing. Right. I'm going to jump on here, and then uh, I didn't think that far ahead. He jumps on, and the result is the guy driving the tram immediately throws the brake. So mm -hmm. everybody's fucking lurching to a stop. There's sirens going off. He, the guy driving the tram jumps out of his fucking seat and just starts yelling. Man, I thought What are you thinking? You're going to get hurt. You're going to hurt other people. What is wrong with you? Yeah, so then the kid basically goes crawling with his tail between his legs back to his mama, who proceeds to berate him mercilessly. I thought it was hilarious. And the poor kid's like, it's just trying to get a ride. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't be a dumbass. 
So overall, Fright Fest was a complete fucking bust. Except the tram ride. That was awesome. Except for the tram ride. That was the only thing that was, that was cool. That was the only thing we rode, actually. Well, we, were, we weren't there with the intention to ride rides. We were there with the intention Well, I to... wanted to ride the Superman at night, but I, everybody I... was wussing out on me. Okay, here's the problem with you and the Superman, and I've tried to explain this to you before. The Superman ride is always a three-hour wait, unless you buy the Flash Pass. Yeah. I am not spending $125 so you can ride the Superman. Is I that know. Is that I happening? didn't ask you to. If we were there all day, yes. But we were only going to be there for like five hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I felt really bad because, I mean, really, that whole night turned out to be lame. Well, I don't, I don't want you to feel bad. I didn't feel bad. The kids were trying to make us feel bad. This is stupid. I can't believe you guys exaggerated. What a waste of time. Shut up, kid. <laughs> I was trying to do something nice. Now, admittedly, I should have realized before we even got the into World the park. The World Series was there. It's not just that the World Series was there. The, the park was fucking full. If I'd have thought even a second about it, as soon as we got to the front gate and saw how many people there, I just would have said, fuck it, we're going home. Or we'd have gone and had something to eat. But we did know. get to hear the crowd cheering for the World Series. Yeah, the one game the Rangers managed to win. Told you guys, Rangers kind of suck. Scientists say they have made a landmark discovery which could pave the way for new drugs to beat illnesses like the common cold. Until now, experts had thought that antibodies could only tackle viral infections by blocking or attacking viruses outside cells. But work done by the Medical Research Council shows antibodies can pass into cells and fight viruses from within. PNA, PNAS Journal said the finding held promise for a new antiviral drug. Sure, sure it does. Also promises a new way for them to build a vaccine that will infect you with something horrible and you will die. Mm. <laughs> That's true. Just goes I, I to show you, I mean, they don't understand everything yet. I doubt they really will. Well, By the time they figure it out, stuff's going to mutate. I think a big part of the problem that scientists have, and this isn't just medical science, this is all science. This is engineers, this is computer software people. It's everybody who works with things that they believe are cold, hard facts. Right? This always happens. This never happens. This can't work. This has to work. You know what I'm saying? With right. That kind of stuff. And they're, they base a lot of their opinions on shit that people learned 100 years ago. You know what I'm saying? The vaccine technology is essentially the same as when Jonas Salk was crack, cracking it up together in his basement. So I don't take them very seriously when they say, oh, we'll never have a cure for the common cold because of this shit. Somebody thinks outside the box a little bit, decides to look inside a cell. And honestly, I'm not being, a, I'm trying not to be a total asshole to scientists, but you really disappoint me that you never bothered to look inside a cell to see if anything was going on in there. Yeah, that seems kind it's, of it's like science douchey. 101. It's extraordinarily douchey. I think Thing 2 did that back when she had her own little <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> and I also thought it was a little odd that they decided the common cold is what they're going to tell me they're working on a cure for. If you have new antiviral drugs, there's all kinds of shit you can fix. I don't know. AIDS, maybe? Right? Well, little, little hives. You might be able to work on the hives. No? She's going to work on the common cold? Because here's the deal. I think we can all live with the common cold. If, if they yeah, can, but it's a giant pain in the patootie. I, I understand that it's a giant pain in the ass, but here's, you know, the cure that they develop will require you to get 16 shots and you'll feel better in five to seven days. That'll be their fucking cure. 
<laughs> as opposed to right. seven to ten days. Right. You're gonna need uh you're gonna need a course of shots in your belly. Uh we're gonna give you one a day for five days, and by by day seven you should feel pretty good. Uh, yeah, we we cut a couple days off the time you were sick. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, and well and when kids get five to thirteen colds a year. Yeah. I mean I mean somebody's sick all the time anyway. Yeah, that's thing. But there's other shit that I would like you to cure. I'd like you to cure AIDS. I'd like you to cure fucking cancer, which people think is caused by a virus in some cases. Fix that shit. Tell me you got you're working on something important. Don't tell me you're fixing my inconvenience. You know, explain to me how you're gonna make my life fucking fantastically better, not how you're gonna marginally improve my quality of life. Scientists. That's like telling me you're going to give me a monkey whose tail is an extra inch longer or a spider monkey with literally eight legs. One is infinitely better than the other. Why are you telling me the little thing? Stupid. Aww. Maybe they'll just learn to keep it to themselves until they really have something. You can't trust them. They're, they're all, they always announce shit way before it's ever going to be in your hand. And then you can go, hey, what happened to whatever? Yeah, and then they just go, oh. Like, I think there should be a scorecard. We could call it the science card. Where you go look at the time the times they announced shit and the time it actually got to market, or you know the time they decided they were never going to pursue it. Oh, we had a cure for a common cold, then we discovered that it gives you rabies. We had a cure for the common cold, but then we discovered that it causes cardiac arrest in ninety eight percent of patients. Felt good, but you didn't. Sorry, because they get too distracted with looking for ways to keep your penis hard for four hours. You know, I, I honestly think the whole keep your penis hard for four hours or whatever. I honestly think that they have discovered all of those drugs are ever going to need and they just hold them. Probably. I, I'm serious. As soon as the patent on Viagra runs out, they're going to go, oh, we have this other thing. What is it? It's Viagra 2. Oh, okay. Probably true. Oh, this next story makes me. What? Scientists are just looking out for your best interest, Kim. Mm -hmm. Scientists in the USA say they have successfully carried out a Jurassic Park-style project in which enormous flesh-eating creatures from the remote prehistoric past have been successfully, successfully bred in the laboratory. As many raiders will doubtless be aware, during the late Paleozoic era, the Earth was, if not exactly ruled or terrorized, at the very seriously bothered, oh my god, at the least, very seriously bothered by swarms of gigantic dragonflies with wingspans around 70 centimeters across. The monster insects will have been all the more troublesome as dragonflies need to hunt live prey, according to experts. One such expert is Dr. John Vandenbrooks, who has, after a lengthy struggle, managed to breed such much enlarged dragonflies in his Arizona laboratory. The large size was achieved by enhancing atmospheric oxygen levels to 31%, as seen in the Paleozoic era. Hey, hey dick. Why? Because Why? the world needed 70 centimeters. You know how big that is? Dragonflies? No. 28 inches. That's way too big. You know what? <laughs> Here's the thing. Dragonflies are amongst one of the few insects that my kids actually like. So please to not be making them gigantic but yeah, and if a, scary. If a two and a half foot wingspan dragonfly buzzed us while we were in the pool, everyone would shit their pants. That's what I'm saying. No one's they like dragonflies. They hate butterflies and ladybugs. Well, that's because they're, they're scary. They're just dumb. So don't make my dragonfly scary. I, I don't understand why the first thing you got to bust out is a carnivore. 
learn your lesson. When you decide to make giant creatures in the laboratory, make them big, fat, tasty animals. Things we can kill and eat if we need to. Well, okay, what is a 70 centimeter dragonfly's natural predator? Well, we don't a- have pterodactyls. <laughs> no more pteranodons are going to swoop out of the sky and eat this fucking thing. And here's the thing, douchebag. Don't let him get out. Don't let him get out. The one thing that did annoy me about this was uh, there were no pictures. And you know what the internet says. Mm, pictures worth a thousand words. Pixar didn't happen. That's what yeah. Joe said. I don't know. Maybe they're keeping it under wraps because now they have too many of them. What what happens I, I if you, you really get too many to contain? Now what are you going to do with them? Well, fortunately, they can only be bred under certain conditions. On the other hand, with our luck, they'll, they'll breed these creatures and a couple of them will escape and they'll go, oh, by the way, on the plus side, uh, our giant dragonflies fart pure oxygen. It's amazing, really. They convert ozone into pure oxygen. Uh, on the downside, soon the oxygen levels on the earth will be high enough that they'll be able to breed naturally, and then they will kill us all. I wonder if they have, like, highly colorful wings. I like dragonfly wings. They're pretty. You want one Think that's, of all the fantastic things you, want, you could do. You want one that's 14 inches long? Dragonfly wings. You want one that's 14 inches long? I don't know. You want one that's 14 inches? A ceiling inches? fan maybe you can make out of it? Really? You want one that's 14 inches long and attached to a giant pair of mandibles that want to bite off your face? No. I wonder no. how, how big their teeth really are. I can bet they're six inches Probably long. Probably too big. Six inches long is my guess. Big enough. Six inches long mandible too big for you? Or is that just right? Mm, I don't know. It could snip off your head. That's what I'm telling you. They're big enough they could fly down, snip off your head, drink the blood out of your neck, and leave before anybody really knew what was going on. Fucking scientists. Seriously, why would you do this, assholes? You douchebag. Next story. Oil giant BP has announced a return to profit in the three months to September after last quarter's record loss. I was worried about that. The firm says replacement cost profit for the period was $1.85 billion as against the $17 billion loss recorded from April to June. The previous loss reflected the massive costs of the Gulf of Mexico oil spill crisis, which followed an explosion on a drilling rig in April. They, they keep saying the massive expense. It was so massive that even though you gushed oil for, what was it, six months into the Gulf of Mexico, uh, two months after you capped it, you're back to making money again. You've already made up the difference, and we're profitable again. We win. Well, you know how they made up their difference is because they stopped paying people. Uh, even, if they, even if they paid it, this is the thing that annoys me and the thing that really, really infuriates me. They've already made up the $18 billion problem, right? But they're begrudging people a few hundred thousand dollars. They have more money than fucking God. Mm-hmm. And they're not even a, a giant oil company. They're pretty small compared to a lot of our oil companies. Make them pay. And that, that's the thing that a lot of people don't get. You, you, you find one of these companies a couple billion dollars, right? They don't even fucking notice. Oh, they say they, that they it's going to kill them. They makes say them all it's cranky, gonna... but it, it's not really any amount of money at all. I know. Well, here's the other problem is I think they assume that the cleanup is pretty much over. Well, they're done. But We're there's done. all kinds of nasty stuff no. at the bottom of the What? Ocean no. You're crazy. Don't be dumb. I'm looking at the ocean. I don't see any oil anywhere. We're done here. 
good day. Mm-hmm. And what was it that you were telling me about the dispersants that they used? Oh yeah, they're killing people. I mean, they've already got people are becoming cases. Yeah, yeah, they're becoming violently ill from the dispersants they use to hide the oil issue. So much so that people that live near the Gulf are now peeing brown. They have nonstop diarrhea. It's it's not nice. Yeah. So how about the compensation for those people but who haven't lost? You have no proof. Business, but no they've proof. certainly lost their health and their ability to oh, pursue Kim. a career of their choice. Kim, you don't know. Maybe they ate some bad gumbo. Stop assuming it was oil or dispersants. You don't know. Jeez, it's just not cool. I, I just wait- don't like how they have essentially washed their hands of it, and yet I still. Yes see these public service announcements about how dedicated oh, they are to care staying of everything. Area. But you notice the faces have been changing. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna stay here until it's all <laughs> taken care of. Oh, that was Bob three. Yeah, no, we got I'm somebody Bob four new. now. We got somebody new now. Yeah, they've gone through three or four spokesmen that are there there for the duration. I'm here until it's over. Or until I get a better job. Later. Mm-hmm. Well part of it is because and I I know what the reason is and I will now explain to people why I'm kind of getting over most of the people that live in this country. Nobody, let me see. I'm trying to explain this. You know, everybody gets mad when they talk about raising taxes, right? Everybody flips the fuck. They're like, ah, don't raise it. Even if you tell them, we're only going to raise the taxes on people that make more than uh, more than a couple hundred thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. You know who doesn't make a couple hundred thousand dollars? Most people. Right. Right. People get mad because they think someday, if they suck up to the big corporate cock, that they'll they, be amongst that, the top two percent. Right, whatever. they will somehow be the people that make all this money. Here, here's a tip: you won't. So when big companies fuck up, you don't need to suck their dick and wipe their ass for them. You need to make them pay. They need to be held accountable for their bullshit. It's just like politicians. When politicians fuck up. You need to hold their feet to the fire until they quit. Until they're tired of fucking up. That rarely happens. That's what I'm saying, though. Today, okay, today is voting day. Now, I know for a fact, I've already seen some of the news reports, we're voting in all the craziest motherfuckers we could find. Because they're not, they're not the people that are there now, right? Right. I, it will, I don't know if that Christine McDonald, the crazy bitch, is going to get in office or not. She didn't. Okay, good. But it wouldn't have surprised me if everybody just said, no, I'm voting crazy. I'm on the crazy A party. A lot of people are. They're like, whatever's different, go. Right. Give it a shot. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Can't do any worse. Really? I mean, honestly. And people have a point. The people that are in office right now, are they just want to sell you. They, they, they want to sell you for however much they can get. And fuck you, they don't care. I'm just glad that it's all going to be over after today. I'm so sick of the negative campaigns. You understand sick that it's not over, right? Emails. Well, okay. For the short term, at least. For about a month before they start talking about the presidential race yeah, in a couple of years. And then that shit is going to be hot. I'm just saying. I mean, I, were you getting emails? Oh, yeah. Well, emails, phone calls. I, I didn't get any texts, but I know some people were. Yeah. And I read an interesting article about why what all those negative ads are designed to do. Because when you see them, you think sick of everything. Well, you see them and you think they're trying to get you to vote for the guy who's running the negative ad, right? Right. No, they're just trying to make you not vote. 
That's all they want to do. They just want to make it so you don't vote. I think it just made it so that people would vote for whoever they weren't hearing negative things from. Well, that has happened in a lot of places. I guess in Colorado, that's exactly what happened. One guy said, I'm not running a negative ad. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not doing it. And he, it looks like he's going to win. But I don't know. Like I said, people just have to take a stand and stop letting everything fuck you over. Just stop. Just stop. You're never going to be one of the elite. Just accept that. And just strive for making sure that you can remain comfortable. So that the rich people don't take all your shit. That's all. Public service announcement. Okay. Also, ladies, it's that time of year. You need to start putting out a little bit more. Cut it out. I'm just trying to be helpful. It's time Why? Of year. Because Christmas is coming? It's the time of year when your husband is very, very stressed out. He's got a lot of shit going on. Things are very bad where he works. I don't care where he works. Things are going to be bad. He's got a lot of stress on his plate. There's a lot of women out there that work, too. Okay. okay. Maybe they're just as stressed out. Okay. Whoever. It's rather sexist who, of you. Okay. For the 99% of you where the husband makes the most money. And wow. Is, and is taking care of shit. That, I'm going to smack you. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's just not nice. Not nice. If you. I, most in most families, the dude is taking care of shit. Now, I'm not saying the woman's not working hard. Mm-hmm. This is why things are digging a hole. I'm not digging a hole. I'm just saying you need to suck the cock that's actually taking care of you. That's all. It's that time of year. Oh, my God. What? That doesn't make it any better. Just stop while you're ahead. I'm, I don't have to stop. I'm right. Ugh. Your man needs a little extra love this time of year. I'm not saying you have to do it, but if you don't and your man gets a little cranky, you got nobody to blame but yourself. That calls working the calls. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. My call the 60 days of sucking a penis. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. What? You know this is pank or uh, prostate cancer awareness month. Did you know that? No. And you know what? Every day women should suck a dick. Cut it out. Prostate cancer awareness month. That's all I'm saying. Just trying to be helpful. I'll make you a pink banana hammock. How about that? You're so mean. To your me. awareness. You're the meanest to me as, as anybody I've ever seen. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You love me. Don't forget you juice of blue kind of leaves a review at iTunes. Both versus podcast.com. Do something nice for somebody. That's all I'm saying. All right, Cal. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. 